to sit down while we're talking to ya Fall out, off the record Fall out, off the record Freak out, we'll talk some lore We'll shoot at stuff while we explore Fall out, off the record Well, hey everyone, and welcome to uh, Fallout Off the Record, episode 49 I'm your host, Rick McVick, and with us tonight is Shaleen and she's... Hello, hello. <laughs> what a perfect way to start our birthday. Shaleen muted. Oh, Happy that birthday. was an indirect insult. Anyway, say hello again for everyone who didn't maybe not hear you, because I didn't hear you. Hello. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it, because we have a lot to go over tonight. Uh, tonight, we are sponsored by, as always, tweakedaudio.com. If you're in the market for headphones or earbuds that suit your needs and your color styles and lifestyle... Head to tweakedaudio.com for all your headphone and earbud needs. You can enter our code off the record, which is all one word, at checkout to receive 30% off and free shipping worldwide. So head to tweakedaudio.com and enter our code off the record to receive 30% off your order and free shipping today. We're also sponsored by audible.com, uh, your number one source for all things audiobooks. If you use our link, audibletrial.com slash Network and sign up for their free 30-day trial, you'll receive a free audiobook. And tonight, Shaleen recommends... The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. I'm surprised I never have recommended this one before. Yeah. Um, if you somehow haven't heard about it, it's a, it's a pretty good book. Pretty good book. Pretty good book. Um, and while we're here, I just wanted to uh, tell everybody, I've been getting a lot of requests for a list of the, the recommended books. So I made a Goodreads shelf on my Goodreads um, account uh, of podcast recommendations. So you can find that on Goodreads. Okay. Awesome. What's the link? Is there a specific way to... Uh, I've tweeted it out before, but if you're on Goodreads, you just search for Shaleen. Cool. And there I am. Awesome. You can also become a patron of our show by heading to patreon.com slash Network and signing up for one of our rewards there. And you can also use our new Amazon link, which is new to me reading this at this time, but questgamingnetwork.com. Uh, it costs no extra to you when making purchases from Amazon, but it helps the network. Now, what you need to do is clear your cookies... And then go to questgamingnetwork.com and then click the Amazon link there and then make your, make your purchases that way. Um, so, yeah, do that for us. And that would be a big old help. And also, non-financially, share us on your social media. Send us emails, like, subscribe, retweet, and tell your friends about us and just generally interact with us. And it means a whole, a whole bunch. It means a whole bunches. Tonight, we have news, gameplay, a recap of our challenge, a Vendortron Loot Crate unboxing... Fallout OTR memories because it is our birthday and emails. So, without further ado, let's get through all the muck of the lore and gameplay and news and all that crap that we don't care about to get to the good stuff. So let's go with the news. If you like news, you're gonna love our next segment. What happened in the world of Fallout this week, Shaleen? We don't have a ton of news stories this week, but they're all kind of big stories. So let's get to it. Mm-hmm. To top the list, Fallout Shelter is out for PC and also update 1.6 is available on mobile. You can get the PC version of Fallout Shelter for free. You do have to download it via the Bethesda.net launcher. That's the same thing that you use for Creation Kit if you are a modder uh, or for ES Legends if you're in the beta for that. And it's very easy to install, very easy to install both the launcher and Fallout Shelter. You can't access your mobile cloud vaults, which is kind of a bummer. Uh-huh. You do have to start your own new vault, but it's pretty neat. 
And they are offering now a one-time purchase $5 starter pack with a dweller and some new resources and things. Cool. Kind of give you a leg up on it. And what's new in this Fallout Shelter update 1.6? Quantum is a new thing. Have you have you played <laughs> with this at all? No, I have not. No. Okay. Well, Nuka-Cola Quantum is a thing. You, you can use it to speed up wasteland travel time, to craft items instantly, skip more than one objective per day, complete barbershop customizations instantly, speed up quests. You can purchase those with real money as microtransactions, or they can be found on quests or in lunchboxes. And speaking of quests, those are a thing now in Fallout Shelter. You yes, can explore new locations, meet new dwellers, collect loot, um, build the Overseer's Office as a new room in your Fallout Shelter, and that enables you to send people out on quests. Ah. Your, uh, the new combat system is a thing. Dwellers fight automatically on quests just the same way that they do in the base game. But you can target specific enemies by tapping on your dweller and then tapping on the enemy or touching your dweller and sort of dragging it over to the enemy. There's a critical hit meter and then you get a, a little sort of an icon and you tap that and your dweller will uh, get a critical hit. And dweller attack rates are based on agility. It's so deep. It's so deep. Sounds All of deep. these details. You can send parties of up to three out into the wasteland. Oh. Um, some of the quests have dialogue options. One of our Twitter followers, I believe it was Archon, was tweeting at me that he had done a dialogue option. I haven't gotten any of those yet. There are huh. new enemies like ghouls and rad scorpions. And in the, show, in the, the patch notes, it said, please find Paula. Everybody was asking, who's Paula? Uh, I don't know yet who Paula is, but we're going to find out who Paula is. And we're going to find her. These changes don't really seem to affect the base game very much, with the exception of the Nuka-Cola Quantum being something that you can use to speed things up. So. Awesome. So, and you've done questing? I mean, is it like, nor like, does it feel good? Is it like awkward to do? I've done one quest, precisely one Fallout Shelter quest. <laughs> And it was fun. I liked it. It was it was fun to do. So it didn't seem awkward at all. Awesome. That's cool. I have not installed Fallout Shelter for the PC. I probably won't be installing Fallout Shelter for the PC because I don't need another addicting game mm -hmm. in my life at the moment. Yeah. Not yet. I usually keep myself limited to one mobile game at a time. <laughs> and so, but now I've got Fallout Shelter and Pokemon, so... <laughs> that's that's kind oh, of a problem. That game. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Awesome. So our next item of news is the Bethesda Twitch stream that happened last week of the mm. Vault Tech Workshop DLC. This one, uh, they announced the release date for the DLC, July the 26th. It is part of the season pass or $4.99 if purchased individually. Beta invites have gone out. Remember to report bugs if you get in. It's fun to play early, but the purpose is to help make it better for the rest of us. So yeah, what uh, What did we learn about the DLC in the Switch stream? Did you watch it, Rick? I did not because I kind of want to go into this pretty it? blind. Okay. But, I mean, it's not much. I'm probably going to go watch it after we go through this list. <laughs> yeah, they didn't spoil anything. Yeah. Um. 
the DLC will automatically trigger for level 20 players. You'll get a, a radio broadcast, I believe. Oh, cool. And lower level players can activate the DLC before level 20 by going to the area near Quincy Quarries. Okay. It adds Vault 88, which ah. is, is the vault that you see in the trailer. And we were way wrong. We were way wrong. It's a huge, expandable area. You begin with a, a pretty large area that's buildable, and then you can uh, you can sort of um, clear out extra tunnels and explore extra tunnels where you can build. Oh. And as an aside, I would like to say, while watching this uh, watching this Twitch stream, I felt so much better about myself because Matt Grandstaff also does not use his hotkeys when he's streaming Fallout. <laughs> they were all giving him a hard time about like, oh, don't you have that hotkey? And uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, been there. <laughs> That's a thing you get in trouble for on the Internet? Apparently, apparently. <laughs> so, I felt so much better about that. And wow. let's. That's just a little aside. You have to do some combat to access the area where you can begin building your vaults. There are quests and a story that explains why you can build a vault. <laughs> a new character. Um, they didn't really say much about this new character, just that, you know, that she was there. Mm -hmm. You can build above ground vaults anywhere that you like, which is pretty neat. That's pretty cool. New decorations were added, like um, those giant Vault Boy and Vault Girl statues. With oh. the up. You <laughs> cool. can add those to any of your any of your areas, and all of the signs that you see in vaults, like the the Vault Boy sort of motivational posters, like safety advisement posters, and oh, uh, oh, frick! So, um, side note, real quick, this is the first off the off the rails divergence. Um, I don't know if anyone is familiar with a guy named um, Dan Quayle, but he was a vice president of the United States at one point. Right. He had a whole bunch of nuggets, and one of them would be perfect for a Vault Boy poster, and it is, the future will be better tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, wow. That needs to be a thing. Modders out there. There you go. Wow. The future will be better tomorrow, Vault Boy. That is pretty good. <laughs> so. It also includes some of the signs you see around vaults, like the identification signs, you know, um, um, lavatory and, <laughs> you know, the different signs telling you what the areas are. And also clean furniture. I was I, so excited about that. He texted me. You're like, they've got clean furniture. <laughs> just, it's like, oh, Shaleen's day is made. Yeah. <laughs> You guys, our, our text conversations are so funny sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> they are. I won't send them to you, but they are very funny. They've added in a population management system that you access via a terminal that makes it easier oh. to manage your dwellers and what your dwellers are assigned to. It also adds a companion tracker so you can find your companions wherever they are, which is very nice. That's so nice. <laughs> that is so nice. <sighs> They added in a new vault door design because the Fallout 4 version of the vault door, of course, would be pretty difficult to implement in an above ground vault, you know, so they've implemented a new vault door design and it references Fallout 1. It has the, the straight, you know, line where it spins. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Straight line. 
Gotcha. Um, I'm sure there are technical terms for that, but I don't know them. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new power source, and I uh, it's sort of a, a nuclear reactor kind of thing. Oh, that, that doesn't spell disaster pulse. at all. It looks so cool, Rick. You need to watch the video. At least scroll forward and see what this thing looks like. I'll go watch the video, I promise. It provides a ton of power, a ton of power. It looks very, very cool. Oh, cool. cool, cool. And this DLC does appear to be much bigger than the previous two workshops. And I would like to mention that the beta lasts two weeks as opposed to only one week for previous workshops. So that's, that's a good sign, right? I guess. Maybe. Hopefully. More stuff to test. Maybe. Hopefully. Hopefully it's more stuff to build. Yeah. I, I really am hoping that this quest line, I, I don't expect anything extravagant from it, but I do hope that it is a fun little story that adds in some, some cool backstories. That'd be fun. It would be fun. I'm looking forward to this. I know I kind of harp on the building thing, but building is genuinely fun. Um, so this will be interesting to see. I'm mm-hmm. excited for it. I really am. I'm hoping it goes well. Oh, it will. When has a Bethesda thing never gone well? Well, <laughs> let me tell you, Rick. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that actually kind of leads into our next news item. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that, but you're right. Yeah, that was, that was a very skillful segue, sir. Very I'm, skillful segue. I'm skilled in segues 101. Our next news item is the Autumn Leaves controversy. Now, Autumn Leaves was a mod for Fallout New Vegas, which Rick has played and talked about on this very podcast. And do you want to tell us a little bit about Autumn Leaves? Just a a very basic rundown. What is Autumn Leaves? Basically, Autumn Leaves introduced a brand new vault into the New Vegas world. And you enter it, and it's a murder mystery. You you, You choose how you solve the murder. You get to pick who done it. And you get to pick how to bring them to justice if you figure it out. So, and it's all robots. There's no humans except, except for the one that they killed, I believe. And it was a very fancy vault where nothing was ruined except for the, well, the one dead body. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. That sounds really familiar, Rick. That sounds like, uh, like something else that I've done pretty recently. I think um, it does. Hey. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Like the brain dead quest from Far Harbor. It does sound a lot like that. Uh, the brain dead quest is very similar to Guillaume Veer's New Vegas mod Autumn Leaves, which released shortly before the launch of Fallout 4. Mm-hmm. Bethesda responds that they did not steal the idea, saying, We love our mod community and would never disrespect them. Similarities are found in environments, story, and characters. Veer's post on moddb.com says, Truth be said, I honestly thought Bethesda's staff played Autumn Leaves, had a blast with it, I hope, took some things out of it, and made their own thing for Far Harbor. And I seriously think this is perfectly okay. But he does go on in the post to raise the question of whether or not modders should get recognition or compensation of some kind, and says that the primary purpose for his post was to raise awareness of Autumn Leaves stating that it offers six hours of content that's, you know, in a similar vein to Brain Dead. He also didn't want new players to discover Autumn Leaves and say, oh, that's just like Brain Dead. Um, so, me, personally, being a fan of Bethesda, would love to see, I don't know, um, 
it'd be kind of cool to see two characters pop up in the world of Fallout that one's named Dick and the other one's named like Haleen or something. Um, just kind <laughs> of, just kind of like, oh, I get it. It's an homage to this that we've done for free for them. And like, I don't know to see. I I cannot sit back and think that Bethesda, someone in Bethesda, did not play Autumn Leaves and use that as inspiration for Brain Dead. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, just playing the two, there's no way, uh, unless that's a huge lucky coincidence, but they're both so similar in the way that they start and play out. Um, that it's just very hard for me to say that it's not, you know, a coincidence. It, it, I just I just can't see it not being a coincidence. With that well, being, you know, go ahead. When we first played Far Harbor, you mentioned this, you know, on your own. You, I did. You spotted that semblance right away i did and you know i I thought it was just purely awesome that it it felt like an homage to like a thank you for making such an awesome dlc we kind of took liberties and here it is officially you know for everyone who hasn't played your dlc to play um Mm -hmm. so i guess i can understand how it it would have been cool to like maybe find like you know, like Overseer Veer or something like that, you know, like a note yeah. or something. I guess I get that, but I don't see where this is a controversy. I think what happened is he made an awareness post and some news site was like, we can make this a thing and mm-hmm. tried to make it a thing by slapping the controversy label on it because he obviously is like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, he says right there that it's totally fine. He seems flattered um, that they, you know, did that. Yeah, I have heard some comments um, from some some people in the Fallout community. Uh, I believe it was uh, Vault of Daedalus on Twitter that was saying that he thought it was p- probably a likelihood that somebody brought up the idea and didn't mention what the inspiration for the idea was. Um, so they went yeah. forward with it, the dev team, not knowing that they were inspired by Autumn Leaves, sure. which is total possibility. Um, if it is true that they, that they knowingly were inspired by this mod, they should come clean about it. Sure. Um, but we don't know if that's the case. Right. However, I do think that, you know, Bethesda takes a lot from their community. I don't think they steal from their community. If anything, they give the community to build tools and they take inspiration from that. Like, oh, our community wants X, this and that. Well, we'll make this, that and that. Uh, so yeah, I just, um, I really don't, I, you know, I read his post and I really don't see it as accusatory. I don't think he's upset, but he does right. raise a good point. Do modders that do get kind of things that are pulled from modding community, should they get recognition or that sort of thing? And yeah, I, like, I yeah, like, I think they should, if they were inspired by Autumn Leaves, then he should be getting, a, you know, credits for yeah, this. Like a special thanks to such and such mm-hmm. in, the, in the credit roll would be cool. But I don't think it's a controversy. I just think it's, in this day and age with modding, how it's becoming more accessible to more people, I, I think it's definitely something that's going to get looked at under a microscope a little bit more than back when Steam's like, we're going to charge money, mm-hmm. um, which was a disaster. So, yeah, that's my thoughts. I, I just, if you haven't played Autumn Leaves for New Vegas, go play Autumn Leaves for New Vegas. It is awesome. It's much better than Brain Dead. As yeah. far as, like, the dialogue and story go. And that's why I felt like Braindead was an homage. You know what I mean? It was like I, need a, to, I need to play that. I really it's, need to it's play really that. It's really cool. 
Because you can. I'm going to try and like just just delete everything and, and <laughs> clean reinstall of New Vegas and see if I can get it to run. Yeah, I, I you know it's one of those things. If you haven't played it, definitely go play it because it's amazing. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. So moving on to our next thing, this came from PC Gamer. The unofficial Fallout 4 patch mod found a problem it couldn't fix that they believed could halt the project. The problem was that settlers were changing gear, appearance, gender, and race after being in a settlement for a certain amount of time based on the respawn timer. If you delay the timer, it affects performance severely. And you can get more details on this at the Bethesda Forum's Arrow to the Knee thread. And the modders believed it was a problem that was hardwired into the workshop system. But right before we actually came live with the show, I checked again on this thread and the issue was identified and repaired. <laughs> so the ambitious mod will continue. Yay! That's Yay, so funny. <laughs> um, that, that's really cool. I love the unofficial patches. They just do so much good for these. I think mm-hmm. if you go back and check out my... Uh, I think I did a video of when Fallout 3, I think, was crashing. I think I did a video about it, and I mentioned the unofficial Fallout 3 patch um, fixing wonders in that game. So, yeah. So, Rick, I have one more thing in the news. Did you watch that Up Is Not Jump video? No. Rick, it was so good. It was so good. I'm going to go watch it. I will watch it. Okay, you have to watch it. Everybody go to the YouTube channel from Up Is Not Jump, and he made a contraptions video. I believe it's called Breakfast Machine. Mm -hmm. Go watch it, you guys. It's one of the most amazing Fallout 4 videos that I have seen so far. It's quite good. So please go uh, and watch that video. I loved it. I will watch it. Okay, and go ahead. I was going to say, does that take everything for the news? Is that everything for the news? That's the news. Awesome. So that means... We're going to get into our favorite, me and Shaleen's favorite settle- segment, not settlement, and talk about our gameplay. So why don't you go ahead and go first? What did you do this week? Okay, I would love to go first. And while I'm talking, um, have you put together the challenge slideshow? So I'm going to go ahead and talk about my gameplay. And I played a lot of Fallout Shelter because we talked earlier about the new updates to Fallout Shelter. The update fixed my vault. You remember I had that terrible glitch where I could no longer access my vault that I had spent so much time on. But it is fixed now with the update, and I was so happy. And the first thing I did was send uh, Michael Cross, Sergeant Michael Cross, out on a mission. And he was just as whiny in Fallout Shelter as he sometimes was in We're Alive. So that was kind of fun. And it was so happy, so nice to see all of my little vault people again. I was so happy. The PC version I also tested out, and it's beautiful. I'll probably just use it while I'm like waiting for, for people to get on Skype and stuff, though. Uh, I don't imagine sitting down and spending a lot of time just clicking things on uh, on Fallout Shelter on my PC. <laughs> I was a little worried that using a mouse wouldn't feel as intuitive and natural <laughs> as using the touchscreen controls, but it does work great. Yeah, And it is very nice to see Fallout Shelter on a big monitor. Um, but like I said, I don't foresee using it a ton. Just, uh, just using it a bit. Gotcha. So I also played, um, this one will probably surprise you, I played Fallout 2. 
Huh. Yeah. Okay. I played Fallout 2. I had an awful week this week, Rick. It, it was not a good week. And Wednesday was an especially bad day. And I finished some work on my PC, and it was still on. And I thought, you know what? Fooey on all the other stuff I have to do. I'm just going to open Steam. And I was scrolling through Steam thinking, uh, okay, you know, I, I need to... Uh, I need to play something. Nothing seemed to hit the spot, and I just went through what I have, uh, what I have installed, and I saw, you know, Fallout Two. I've never played Fallout Two, not even at all. I've never even opened Fallout Two. Oh, really? Yeah, and I, I've played some Fallout One enough that I recognize most of the uh, the places and characters. I've never successfully beaten it. I've, I've gotten to the end, but never been able to get beat to the last bit because of some poor decisions that I made leading up till there. Gotcha. And, but I've never touched Fallout 2 at all. And it's a very beloved game among longtime Fallout players. I'm often getting tweeted at, you know, hey, you know, you should play Fallout 2. So I'm going to check out Fallout 2. So I turned that on, and about 40 seconds into the intro, I just felt so much better. I, just, I was so relaxed. I could just feel the stress just, like, melting away. Watching that intro... Listening to the song, it was so well put together. And uh, I actually posted it on YouTube, if anybody cares. It's on my personal YouTube page. Oh, cool. Awesome. And uh, I played for a little while. Um, I I really, I didn't get far because I was kind of savoring the experience. I, I took in all those little old school details, clicking on every item. You know, you can hover over a wall. You see a wall. I think that's so funny. (laughs) died quite a bit um tried to do some sneaking you know this that place is just full of uh of ants and rad scorpions and i had to re-familiarize myself with those iso controls because i i didn't play that sort of game during its heyday when it was out originally and it feels kind of awkward to me you know as as a modern gamer going back to it and by the time that I had to go to work, though, I had a spear and a full health bar, and I was doing pretty well. <laughs> but I was unsure how to get through the door. I love... Oh, that sucked. I remember... Yeah, okay, so I did play... I, do you remember I How do you get through the point? door? Um, I do, I remember. That was when you rage quit. Do you know how to get through the door? No, I don't. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, maybe after the show, I'll go figure out how to get through the door. Uh, basically, yeah, so I did not make it through those caves. I, I, di- I think, did I die out or in? I don't remember, but... You died in the caves really often. Something that... <laughs> thank you. What made me laugh really hard was when you're like, I've got a spear now, and I'm doing pretty good. Where, like, with Fallout 3 in <laughs> New Vegas, you're like, I've got a minigun in the first hour, so yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I've got, like, 50 yeah. impacts. yeah. Got, like, 3,000 rounds of ammo. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I'll run out soon, but I'm doing pretty good. That's the thing. I but no, I had a spear and I managed to heal myself. I was I was doing first aid on myself over and over again because I didn't have any health items because they start you out with nothing. And I was like punching the ants and I didn't <laughs> go with the brawler build. I went with uh, with like an, an intelligent build. And so I, I was not doing well. And it, like I would kick the ant and it would be like, you missed. And the ant would just like knock me over. It was awful. It was awful. Yeah, that is a very tough cave for me, at least, because I'm not used to ISOs or mm-hmm. anything like that. So it was definitely, definitely not easy for me was, to do. 
definitely coping a lot better by the time that I quit. And I'm looking forward to playing a little farther. And I, I do totally recommend that you guys go watch that intro. It's really well put together. We tweeted a, a link to it from both my personal Twitter and the uh, the show one. Cool. Awesome. Um yeah, I, I would probably maybe suggest Googling that door thing unless you're really determined to figure it out yourself because I think I eventually had to Google it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember at all what it is because after I died 15,000 times, I said, to hell with that, I'm playing Fallout 3 or New Vegas or whatever I so choose to play. Well, there's one room that I was too scared to, to go in, so I, I wonder if there's maybe something in there. I th- or, uh, oh, or if there's- I remember how to get through it now. Okay, go ahead. You lockpick it. No, I lockpicked it. It's an impenetrable door. Oh. I lockpicked one door and got through it. No, no. The lockpicking is counterintuitive. It is lockpicking, but it's not how you think to use it. I forget how to do it, but it definitely is lockpicking because I tried that, and it used to say that for me, too. Use it from the skill menu? I do not think that's how you do it. (laughs) I think you have to use it some other way. I forget. You have to Google it, and you'll beat your head head on the keyboard. Super weird. Yeah, I... It was weird. I know it was not intuitive. I remember thinking that. Um, Super weird. Although I could be completely wrong, and if I'm wrong, I am sure people will let me know. <laughs> so that's all of my gameplay for this week. Awesome. Well, please go check out that video. I know you've been doing a lot of let's plays, and that's been that's been really awesome. Now that you have your gigabit in and yet, it's uh, not it's not gigabit, but it's much better. Fine, gigabyte. No, that's wrong. Um, bit internet i don't know what you have but at least it's working better it's fiber it's fiber fiber i get like 20 up and 20 down awesome um so that's it for your gameplay that's it awesome what i did this week i played a ton of first person shooters because it's been a kind of a rough week for me so i needed some stress relieving uh game so i played competitive fps which is counterintuitive to stress relieving so what Fallout I did play was it was more gunner killing and more military fatigue gathering and generally just building my army. And ever since I started the war with the Brotherhood of Steel, I never realized how easy vertebrates were to kill. They are yeah. so easy to take down. You well, frown the- at them and they fall out of the sky. <laughs> and it makes much more sense why um, when I'm watching them in the distance when they weren't killing me, they would all just drop out of the sky at, at, at the drop of a hat. So I've been... There's been times where I've been ambushed by a bunch of gunners and raiders. <laughs> we didn't see that. I'll edit it out. I'll edit it out. Um, <clears throat> but, um... <laughs> it's... There's, there were a few points where I got ambushed by gunners and then ambushed by a vertebird flying in the air, and then as it's falling out of the sky, the knights drop out and then they're shooting at me. But I also realized I am going to get a ton of power armor parts. <laughs> I'm going to get yeah. so many T60 yeah. power armor parts. It's not even going to be funny. Like, you know, from combat armor, everyone in my army is going to have power armor, pretty much. But it's definitely a long process to build an army. It, it's a lot of fun, but it definitely is a little... It is definitely a little encumbersome as far as gameplay goes because you i tend to get tired of doing the same thing over and over again so i think you know when i play some fallout 4 tonight i'm going to try to do more questing and resource gathering rather than trying to go build my army i went into far harbor with my character 
my Minuteman character. I healed that fellow. I can't remember his name, but I Anthony is it? What what's the guy's name on the? It's a French name, okay. so it's a, a French. It starts with A, but okay. it's something French. Antoine. That's Maybe probably way Antoine on um, Andre. I don't know. Something French. So, um, I healed him, and uh, I healed him with my medicine skill. And I did a few other things in Far Harbor, but it's it's just kind of. I don't know. I think because I played through twice so fast, I'm kind of bored there. So I went back to the Commonwealth and decided to rummage around there. But that's really all I did in Fallout. I really didn't. I really didn't do too much. Like I said, I, I tended to focus more on competitive FPS this week. So um, for those of you watching uh, at the moment, I'm going to be doing a uh, Fallout 4 live stream after KD Radio this evening, just because today is the year anniversary of Fallout. Off the record, a year ago today. <laughs> Chat rooms making me laugh. Antoine Bonaparte La Crescent. <laughs> uh, I bet you he's easy to butter up. You should arm um, him with the French terrible shotgun. Uh, yeah, the the terrible. I don't know. Anyway, um, Le Fusil Terrible. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it wouldn't be it wouldn't be an anniversary show without some bad bad accent. <laughs> That's. That's true, and at least they're from you this time, not from me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so after KD tonight, which is going to air probably a little after 9, depending on how long this, this episode goes, um, but probably around 10.30 on my personal channel or so, I'll be streaming some Fallout 4, just hanging out. Shaleen's going to be there, so if you guys want to just come hang out as well, it's I, I believe it's youtube.com slash rickmcvick slash live. I don't know, I'll tweet it out. So anyway, that's what I'll be getting some more Fallout 4 stuff in then. But anyway, that's it for my gameplay. But we do have a recap of last week's challenge. Do you want to go ahead and tell them about it? Right. Last week's challenge was the skinny dipping redux. Mm-hmm. Do the captain's dance naked. Now, these these photos, they're they're glorious. All right. And I, I like to comment. Somebody in the ch- in the chat said my first grade French hurts. I have no <laughs> French at all. You guys No French at all. Uh, I, I've uh, this is all from just like uh, watching movies and hearing other people's bad um, bad French. Um, I'm from New Mexico, you guys. We we don't speak French in New Mexico. So. <laughs> no. Do you yeah. like German? Is that there? German is that prevalent? Yeah, in it's, it's in New Mexico. German <laughs> is is in New Mexico. My biggest memory from any language <laughs> class was. In Spanish class, when somebody put plaster of Paris in my Coke, and I drank it. Wow, that was mean. I was hated because I was a nerd. Um, But that's the. Did you know some some naughty Spanish words to tell them? No, I'm telling you, that's the biggest thing I remember from Spanish class. That (laughs) no words, just that. Uh Uh, So anyway, let's go ahead and get to our slideshow. This is. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm supposed to be narrating this. Yes, song. you are supposed to be narrating. This that is a one's very anonymous one. Anubis who Aww. said, "Isn't it?" Let me let me just move the chat room over. Yeah, anonymous Anubis who said that he told Dogmeat it was a nude beach, but he didn't think he was buying it. <laughs> I love. Is that an American? Like, is that like a red, white, and blue scarf? Yeah, I think it is. That's yeah, adorable. America. Dogmeat looks so like long. Oh, it's such a cute one. Okay. And this one's Heather's. I, I love her screenshots. She she actually sent videos. I took the screenshot. Never mind. This is my good screenshot. 
Because <laughs> so she been- sent us videos, and they were very cool. At the end, she was 11 pounds lighter, <laughs> which <laughs> means that her head had parted her from her shoulders. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was going to say, she's got like a come at me, bro kind of stance here. Mm-hmm. I guess he went at her. Um, oh, my. And this is from Beta Hoarder. Um, it's a pretty, pretty good one. I forget how big those Myrler queens are. These things are huge. Yeah. And that's a legendary Myrler queen. Oh. I guess it's always a legendary at the captain's dance. That's it's, what I got. I don't remember. I had a legendary. I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> this glorious image is from Vendertron. <laughs> this makes my realization today so much more funny. <laughs> I can't believe that you <laughs> Never mind <laughs> I love the screenshot It's a good screenshot you guys You should check this one out It's uh the <laughs> It's like this weird version Of Zap Brannigan <laughs> Yeah it's it's just this uh, I, I can't There's no words There's no words But um, it's gonna, gonna let that soak in that Vendertron. <laughs> All right. Well, good guy. He sent us a good screenshot. And then we're back. <laughs> um, for those of you on the podcast, really check out this YouTube video because those were woo, <laughs> glorious. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's maybe one of our better <laughs> screenshots ever. Actually. So, but we do have a new challenge for you next week. Um, Okay. And you want to take that away? You picked it. Yeah, I just uh, I just made it up. If do you have a better one? No. (laughs) Okay. Just thought I'd ask. (laughs) Well, wait, wait. What if we do a twist? What if we do a twist? Okay. So, um, I'm gonna go ahead and play off your note here. So vaults are something that that are very unique and special to the Fallout series. And Shalina suggested that we send a screenshot of your favorite vault from the series. But I'm gonna take it a step further, and I want you. To send us a screenshot of your favorite vault massacred. I want you to be the evil vault exterminator, if you will. The Ghostbusters of the vaults. The Christopher Walken to the mouse and mouse hunt to these vaults. Do you see what I'm saying? That was a deep cut, you know, analogy there. But anyway, yeah, so so <laughs> send us a screenshot of a vault that's your favorite vault, but it's massacred in the series. At least the one that's physically in there. So, yeah, that would be... Does that, does that sound good? Does that sound fine? Jolene, I'm asking sure, you. Sure, yeah, okay. do it. I wasn't sure if you were uh, muted there. But yeah, awesome. And uh, do we have any news for Pitboard? No, no Pitboard updates. I don't know. Okay. Gerfuffle, Proctor Love, where are you guys? It seems like the... Uh, I don't know. It seems like the challenge is at a stalemate. Not, cha- not the challenge is at a stalemate, but the rivalry is at, at a stalemate. Indeed. Okay. So... Anyway, somebody should do some of the others in the other board games. That would be cool. Maybe I'll do a few tonight. And also, when you send in the screenshots of your massacred vault, um, use the hashtag, hashtag FOTR challenge. So, yeah. Great. Um, so, yeah, like we were saying before, tonight is our one year anniversary. Technically, it was last week, but we both kind of overshot it. But that's besides the point. <laughs> this week is closer to the episode one, if you will, right. of Fallout OTR. And I, you know, I'll start off by saying the day that QGN announced this, 
our phones literally exploded with followers and people excited. Um, I mean, because he, you know, he timed it perfect for the end of BE3 last year when they kind of announced Fallout 4. I mean, we all kind of knew it, but, you know, right after BE3 was over, he tweeted out that, you know, it was going to be a thing. And then we got retweeted by, like, Pete Hines, and our phones went boom with just people checking out our Twitter and, and getting us all all hyped up and, and, and everything. So um, that was, like, the beginning. I mean, you know, for me and Shaleen, we never were a part of anything that crazy. So for us, it was like, what did we get ourselves into? We you know what? Hardcore when fail. we got picked for, for this and we started it, I expected that we would have maybe, you know, just a, a few... Um, maybe, maybe at the height of the popularity of the show, we would hit a couple hundred listeners, you know, mm-hmm. and like we had that many Twitter followers before we ever, ever posted a show. Right. And okay. so go ahead. I, go ahead. I, I was going to say, and before we get into more of our fallout OTR memories, cause we have a bunch, um, one of our listeners, our dear Vendertron sent us some gifts. Not yeah. not animated pictures, but send us some, like a, I guess his version of a loot crate. Yes, he made a loot crate for us. Um, yeah, and this um, is what it looks like. Hey, address. Be careful. Oh, it doesn't have address. Okay. Um, they came in a, a big box, and yours just has the address because I had to send it to you. Oh, okay. I just wanted so to my be- address was on the outer box, and we have no idea what's in these. I mean. It says thermo- anthrax. I was gonna say it says thermo uh, scientific. Yeah, like it, it says scary things. It's got pictures of DNA, so I'm thinking we're gonna die or something. So mm-hmm. this could be the last episode. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> in the chat room said he's inside. Uh, I'm gonna open the box and Vendertron pops out. Hello. Um, so yeah, I we we don't know. He requested that we. <laughs> he said it's not a bomb. I swear. So that means it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I went all Thurston Howell that it is a bomb. Um, so we have no idea what's inside these. He re- he requested that we wait uh, and unbox these. So how do you want to do this, Shaleen? I mean, we can't really Let's hold it up. Open. Let's, Let's just crack them open. Yeah. Let's crack them open. Okay. Shaleen's got it. My letter opener is not sharp enough for this. You guys want to see my letter opener? It's cool. You had to saw... Like Emily Turquoise letter opener. You had to saw tape with a letter opener? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. You ready? Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, so we've got some packed uh, uh. <laughs> materials. <laughs> it's just <laughs> the magnets That's amazing. I love it. It's got a polar bear, a moose, and an oak leaf. That's so great. Um, I've got a Nuka Cola um, keychain that's also a bottle opener. No way. Yeah, let me see it. Oh, Shaleen. Very nice. <laughs> You're not going to believe this shit. Oh, I got that too. Awesome. And I've got a Deathclaw Funko Pop. Ooh. Very cool. This is going to be so cool with my little. My other Funko Pops. I got the Super Mutant one. Oh, he's cute. Did you do? He's did you cute. Do I love it. That's awesome. This I, was so nice of you to do, Vendor. Awesome, man. So thank, you, thank you very much. Now, 
Got some some uh, bubble wrap. This <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> Just oh, a lanyard. I got a Fallout lanyard. That's cool. Ah, I did too. I can keep my post office ID in there. Thanks. It's cool. I, got <gasps> I know you just hit it. So did I. So did I. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh gosh, this is amazing. This is just give me a minute. I need scissors. I'm gonna let you get a minute. Oh, if your scissors are anything like your letter opener, this is gonna take an hour. Oh, these are actual scissors. Okay. So I got socks. Standard issue Vault Tech 101 socks. Vendertron, this is magnificent. I know. <laughs> this is amazing. Are you ready, Rick? Are you ready? Yeah. Da na na na. <laughs> For audio folks, this is the pie, the perfectly preserved pie, and the plate, and it's perfect. <laughs> it is. I don't even know how you did it. This is amazing. I think it's soap. I don't know. No? <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> I don't know, but it is it is incredible. This is a perfect piece of perfectly preserved pie. And now I have to build a shrine for it in my actual home. This is magnificent, Vendertron. Thank you so much. This is so cool. Awesome. <laughs> it's clay, he says. This is the coolest oh, thing. Wow. This is so cool. That is so cool. <laughs> that is awesome. And I've also got in here a, uh, a zipper pull with the Canadian flag on it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I love it. I love the sticker. I love it. I mean, a magnet. That's so cool. Thank you so much, Fendertron. This was yeah. really neat. That Thank was so, so kind of you. That was that had to be a pretty good deal of work doing that perfectly preserved pie and finding the plate, <laughs> assembling all this stuff and shipping it to us internationally and yeah this this was really cool. This thank really you, cool. thank you so much. That is awesome. I feel like we could end the show there, but we aren't. There's so much more to get to. Um, well, I think the next thing that we were going to talk about is like some of our memories from this. And I've got to say, that right there is one of them. Getting, yeah. Getting a perfectly preserved pie. Um, and i got to say, it is perfectly preserved. Uh, it looks like, you know, edible enough to eat, but oh, I yeah. think I'm going to attempt to eat it. Um, this shipped really well. <laughs> I like the fact that... <laughs> never mind. Um, so, yeah, that's... Yeah, th thank you so much. And, Shaleen, let's go over some more of our, like, Fallout OTR memories. Like, what are some of the things that really stood out to you from um, just our year of doing this? Oh, wow. There are so many, so many Fallout memories. And uh, ah, let's start with just, like, this podcast has changed my life, doing this podcast. I, I am a different, uh, a better Shaleen than I was before I started the podcast, by which I mean that I am now a synth. I, I Original Shaleen is dead. I'm a synth that has replaced. <laughs> okay. But no, really, I, this has been really good for me, um, for my, you know, my, my mental health is, is a ton better, you know, because I spend this time with you guys every week and, um, yeah, this totally, totally changed 
my life for one. Yeah. And I concur. I mean, sorry for the rattling. And I, I agree. Um, on my end as well. I, uh, if I have a bad week, we both tell each other, we're like, Oh, I'm so looking forward to this episode or like tonight when we're talking with our friends in the chat room and making these shows and content creating. And you guys are our friends, you know, we, uh, we recognize you on Twitter and in the chats and we're happy to see you every week. You know, we, yes, it, it means so much, means so much to this show. So moving on that, I mean, what else, what else, Julie? Let's see. Um, you know, it was, um, a really fun memory for me is that Forrest Gump story in which I went into old only, with no weapons because I'm an idiot and no power armor because I'm an idiot. And I ended up naked, huddled in the corner, and, and I was cobbling together, you know, MacGyvering a, a dart gun out of garbage from the table. And then I proceeded to fight the death claws and the entire enclave with a, a dart gun in my fists. So that, w- that was one of my favorite gameplay stories that I've had. And I really, I really remember that pretty fondly you give us one now what you give us the memory now okay so i'll give you two real quick um first of all all the puns uh i have a creative outlet for my pun making which is really nice (laughs) um and also the joke that never was i've so if you can remember we had a christmas episode Uh, i think we called it santa's sleigh did we i can't remember that and I wanted to make, I, I downloaded a Christmas mod that didn't really work too well. And I wanted to make like a ghoul Santa Claus axe murdering everyone in the vein of um, Tales from the Crypt, the episode called Santa Slay. And I labored over this stupid, <laughs> it's not even stupid, but I labored over this poem. Okay. That was based on Twas the Night Before Christmas and did not hear a thing from anyone on it. And I was like, it's one of those moments I was like, so for sure, this is going to be a huge hit in the community, you know, just like the fans of the show. So I'm going to give it some recognition here tonight. And I'm going to recite the poem for you guys. The joke that never was the Xmas Santa's sleigh poem. So here it goes. I'll remember. If, I'll see if I can remember the rhythms. "'Twas the night before Christmas when all through the wasteland "'Not a raider was raiding, not a single raid planned, "'though the bodies were hung by the light post with care "'in hopes that Slay would stay away from there. "'The gamblers were nestled all snug in their debts "'while visions of bottle caps danced in their heads. "'With the tops in full swing and, and Slay with his axe "'cleaved off their heads for their long dirt naps. When out, of the, "'When out on the strip there arose such a clatter, "'Securitron sprang to see what was the matter.' Away their rockets flew like a flash, but Slay tore everyone open and turned them all into ash. He danced with his axe, and a tune he did whistle, whilst away flew their limbs like the down of a thistle. He heard them all yell, oh, the blood, the bodies, the sorrowful sight, and then he said, happy Slay to you all, and to all a good night. And that should have frickin' won a prize or something. (laughs) It was so funny, because you've spent all that time, and you put it in the show notes and in the YouTube description, and not a single word. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) So anyway, what's another one for you? 
I really enjoy doing the research for these shows. How boring is that? Gosh. <laughs> no, that fits, <laughs> but for real, I've had perfectly. such an enjoyable time just doing the research for the lore segments and the weapons of the week and spending all this time immersed in the wiki and strategy guides and the game, you know, seeking out terminals and screenshotting terminals. Like, I imagine that my followers on Xbox, like, hate me because it's just like <laughs> screenshots of terminals. <laughs> and I, I do really enjoy doing that research. Oh, here's another one that I forgot to write down. Before we ever started the show, when we were just getting prepared, you know, we were trying to decide what direction we were going to take the show. And I was putting out a call on Twitter for like, hey, guys, you know, send us some emails um, so we can have some emails to talk about on the show when we <laughs> launch the show. Yeah. And we got our first email, and I'm all excited, and I opened the email, and it's from Captain Dumont, and it's the uh, the Three Wolf Moon meme, except it was Gary. <laughs> it was three Gary. <laughs> I think that was our introduction to Dumont, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think it was. No, no, we heard of him before that, with a much a much uh, sillier email even than that, that we're going to keep to ourselves. It was good, though. Oh. <laughs> so good. So good. Awesome. Captain Dumont's a special kid. Yeah, I don't know, where is that tonight? Our, our unofficial third host. Where the heck is Dumok? I told somebody go get Dumok. Oh, well, he's missing out. I don't know. He's going to lose his place as the unofficial third host. I think he already did with the perfectly presented. kind of, uh, yeah. I think he already did with this loot crate here. So is Vinertron our, our unofficial third host now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems to me that, you know, you have to kind of buy our love around here, you know? Like, the more things <laughs> you give us, the, you know, the more we'll like you. Okay. So. so there it is. Vindertron is his <laughs> Captain Dumak is going to hate us. Oh. We still love Dumak. We still love him. So um, do you mind if I say one that I really liked? Go for it. The Alien Blaster from Fallout 3 and Dogmeat. That was so perfect. It was so good. I, uh, I w- thought for sure, because I'd never gotten it before, and I thought for sure it was lost, and I don't know if you guys remember that, but I sent Dogmeat to go find a weapon, and he walks back with the alien blaster in his hand. <laughs> or, yeah, in his hand. He walked back, here he goes, sir. No, he walked back in it with his mouth. Um, and it was just like, Dogmeat, you are my, you know, you are my spirit animal now. And then I played with him in Fallout 4, and he just killed me all the time. So he's lost his place. That was so great, though. I'll never forget that. We were just both freaking out on the show. It was so good. Archon1123 in the chat room said, and then Dogmeat died. <laughs> He's probably <laughs> he right. He's he probably did. right. <laughs> we were doing the uh, the unusual suspects, and we we're like, this one's about Dogmeat. Bat, 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 and he's dead. <laughs> uh-huh. uh. <laughs> they always died, man. They always died. I killed everyone. <laughs> I killed everyone in that game. But, um, so yeah. Another thing, too, you wrote this one in, but renaming our listeners. Yeah. Um, specifically Leonard the Overachiever and Gerfuffle. <laughs> Gerfuffle. <laughs> Whose names we changed, and they totally were cool with it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's, it's just, you know, the thing that, you know, especially I saw some other tweets when you were talking about what the show means to you in our chat room, one of the things that we didn't even mean to do here, but it kind of happened, is we created this community mm-hmm. of fellow well, fault lovers. You guys created this well, community. yes, you but... know what I mean. You know what I mean. Um, a community formed around our little show. 
that exists completely independently of the show. Correct. I love seeing you guys tweeting at one another. Nothing to do with the show. You guys are friends now, and you met each other because of our little crazy, wonderful chat room. And that just that means so much to us. Yeah, even the people that don't aren't able to catch us on the on the live streams in the chat still interact with our Twitters and and you know that sort of thing and leave us reviews on iTunes and stuff about how much they dig it and we get emails you know saying how much it means to people and different things that it got them through and it was just it's just amazing um it's just amazing so you know anyway uh I don't want to rum- ramble on that too long cuz we have other stuff to talk about too like our guests that we've had on the show you know and uh <laughs> we have gotten to meet some great people through this show. We some have. really great people. <laughs> we have uh, from Mr. G and Biofan to, you know, like Nick Cole and who else? Jonah Loeb mm-hmm. and Greg Miller. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I lost my damn mind when Greg Miller tweeted back. And there I am with, <laughs> who's that? <laughs> that was so funny. So funny. Because I'm like, um... We were up next to them in the ratings, and I was so excited. And I tweeted and tagged him in the tweet. I'm like, hey, you know how cool that, you know, I'm next to, you know, this guy that is uh, part of the reason that I got into podcasting, you know, it's so cool. And he tweets back, when can I come on the Fallout podcast? And I was like, (laughs) Rick! (laughs) Greg Miller tweeted us! (laughs) And there I am in my dopey little world like, who's that? Uh, I don't know no Miller. Except for Miller Light. So funny. I was similarly starstruck starstruck with Nick Cole, though, because I've I've been reading his (laughs) books for a long time. (laughs) That's true. Very cool. Yeah, you were very happy. And you went on this nice little ramble with him, but... um that was that's a lot of fun. We wanna do we wanna do more uh of those, but that's getting getting Yeah. But I also wanted to say that we've gotten to meet some cool people um through doing the show. Like the great people at the the Skyrim Addict and Fallout Feed podcast, mm-hmm. they were all some really cool people that we wouldn't have met if we didn't do this show. And um, the uh, cool people from that podcast, um, it was neat meeting them too. So very cool. <sighs> so, Mister Pineapple's back in the chat room. He would like us to say pineapple. So maybe we should unabashedly do it. Pina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not fair. That's, that's not fair. I can't do that. It's like some absurd Twilight Zone episode. Spanish pineapples. Spanish pineapple. There, pineapple. I said it naturally. Didn't even mean to do it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's cool. This little community of podcasters. We. Um, but like some stuff we do on the show that we really enjoy too is like the the IRLs have been great. Um, being highly scared. The research for the IRLs, man, like gave me anxiety yeah, on a a whole new a whole new level of anxiety. It is terrifying. You like because it, it's like it's like one of those like drug things where you're like, this is your body normally, and this is your body on radiation. It's just like. Ah. <laughs> It's terrifying. So uh, we want to do more of those, obviously. And then Shaleen recommends, or uh, Fallout recommends. Those are always good and fun. And that's always Shaleen that comes up with that stuff. No, not always. Yeah. Didn't you come up with, you came up with some of them. Probably not. Totally did. <laughs> but, you know, we talk a lot about the stuff that we've done, because we have done a lot. 
in the past year, and it's been really fun. But we want to talk about, too, the stuff that we want to do in the future. Uh, as we know, they're done with DLC for Fallout. Maybe they're not done updating it, but they definitely are done with DLC. I, you know, we haven't seen anything coming down the pipeline as far as an ESO type of Fallout universe. So it's it's safe to say that it's up to the modding community now to make things. And it's up to us players to keep the stories going. And we are going to be here for, you know, a lot longer keeping, the, you know, reporting these stories and any zany Kotaku news that they stole or anything like that, you know, we'll be uh, talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, and we'll be here. So this is kind of a, I, I guess, like an open house. What's the thing that I'm, a town hall, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah, I think that's a town hall is, is what you're going for there. So for those of you in the chat room who can get the words in first, but for those of you listening, listening especially, please weigh in, tweet and email us with these. But email is the best because that's the way that we can't forget it. Exactly. And so this what we're bringing up is a little controversial. <laughs> Maybe it's just controversial to us because we're sensitive, but let's plays. We love, 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 love doing let's plays, but we get so much flack for doing let's plays. I mean, mm -hmm. we get hate mail for doing let's plays. We get a lot of bad iTunes reviews doing let's plays. We do. And it kind of became a game where it's like we do a let's play and then it turns into, let's see what people say about this one. And yeah. we want to do more of them. We really, really do. And at first we tried to do them nonchalantly, like, whatever, la, la, la. And then people were like, you ignore Shaleen, Rick, and blah, blah, blah. And then we tried to reformat them where Shaleen kind of talks and talks and talks. And I comment every once in a while. And, and then we get reviews saying, you make Shaleen do all the work. Gosh. And I know that we can't please everybody. I get it. But what we do want to know is, what do you want to see from these Let's Plays? We know that there are a lot of you that like these things. So what is it that you want to see? What are some of the things that worked? Uh, do you want to see Shaleen do these Let's Plays with Forrest Gump? Do you want to see more quest playthroughs and achievement guides? Um, these would have to be a part of the actual episode of Fallout OTR because we don't have enough time to do these in between during yeah, the week. Yeah, it's really hard for us to get together. Yeah, so this is just going to be, you know, during an actual episode of this so um what do you guys like to see let us know in, in an email email us because then we won't lose it but um yeah just let us know because we would love to keep doing let's plays you know we loved doing the dark heart of black hall that was one of our and even the uh, did we get to air riley's rangers or did that not air i think we um i think the video died but the the audio went up that's right that's right and it was such because the glitch at the end was perfect and uh that's right, I remember, but that we never got to see that. But So yeah, that's just something we'd like you guys to weigh in on. Um, and then what else do we want to do, Shaleen? I mean, we have, a, we have a lot here. Well, we'd like to do some more interviews, for sure. And, uh, oh, achievement guides. Uh, did we mention that? I don't, I might have br brushed over it, but that would be... Um, is that something you guys would like to see, achievement guides? Um, I don't know. But more interviews is a thing we'd like to do. Uh, let us know who you'd like to see on the show, and we will do the best we can to get them. And we would like to do some returns to some of the older fallouts. And this is another thing that we hear some people in our, our reviews and comments saying, hey, you know, we want to hear about Fallout 4. Quit talking about these other Fallout games. But when we began this show, we didn't begin a Fallout 4 show. We began a show about the Fallout series, the Fallout universe that we love, with additionally some post-apocalyptic things that we were planning to tie in 
that were not Fallout. And we love those older Fallouts. We continue to love them. And we want to revisit them. You know, this week I was playing Fallout 2. I'd like to play some more Fallout 2. Talk about it. I want to edit that Shaleen would like to revisit the ISOs, not not me. Yeah, but you know, you you like three in New Vegas, <laughs> and do. you would like to play them sometimes <laughs> and check out some some mods and stuff. And of course, and that's something that we would like to do. Um, and we get some flack for for talking too much about them, but we also have a ton of people telling us, "Hey, you know, you guys should revisit the ISOs." So just let us know, you know, what what you want to see, and uh, definitely. And also the other thing we wanted, you know, we used to do this. We used to show gameplay videos for our gameplay segment. And we were wondering if you guys wanted to see that again. Now that Shaleen's able to do video and I have a better computer to record it and stream. So is that something, is that something to, that you guys would like to see? The gameplay videos again, instead of us just narrating our gameplay, but we would show it as well. Um, yeah, that that's just, it's pretty much it. I mean, we, we, we like what we have. We think this format works well we just kind of want to improve upon it so we're you know in this little town hall here we're asking you guys what can we do to improve um you know i know that you know i want to sink more of my you know time and efforts into this show because you know getting used to school and our schedule and stuff my schedule with that is is kind of i'm kind of used to it now and i have a flow so i really want to make this year fun and exciting and now that like you know because fallout dlc is over and we, you know, we want to keep the show creative and interesting. So, yeah, um, we have a bunch of emails to get through because we asked you guys to email in some of your favorite moments and you did. Holy crap, you did. I didn't realize mm-hmm. how many we have. So, Shalene, why don't you take the first two since the first two are short. Okay. The first one came in almost instantly from ex-unofficial th- uh, third host Captain Dumock. Remember when Rick killed Maisie? Hashtag crazy for Maisie. And our second one came from Gerfuffle. I don't remember what the conversation was, but I mentioned how my great-grandfather was present at the Trinity test. I followed up with the glorious pun of, he was the bomb. And Rick was slightly amused, but I broke Shaleen. Good times, good times. Um, I don't even remember that. Uh, I, but I maybe I remember that pun. But I'm going to go ahead and get into the next one. Jason... Komodo. Uh, favorite moment. Had a funny moment where I found myself singing to your theme song out loud in front of my brother. He also plays a ton of Fallout, and he was like, what are you doing? What was that? Did you make that up? I'm confused. Followed by me talking about the show for ten minutes, and uh, he said that makes perfect sense. So, he also sent challenge ideas and stuff that we'll save for another time. So, we've been getting a lot of stuff from him. So, thank you very much. And <laughs> I'm glad we have induced moments of sheer insanity in your life. <laughs> Hi, Rig. Hi, Shaleen. First off, congrats on one year. I've been following Followed OTR since it started, and it really gave me something to enjoy on my commute to class during the final semester of college. Since Fallout holds a special place in all our hearts, I'd like to ask if you two have used the games to get through a hard time in your lives. Fallout 4 is special to me because it was released a month after the end of my most serious relationship. Once I left the vault and saw the orange-tinted skyline of the Commonwealth, I shed a tear and knew that everything would be all right. Having such an engaging story to experience, as well as the incredible settings and catchy new tunes to discover, was the catharsis that I needed to reconnect myself and get back on my feet. Congrats again, guys. I'd love to hear your stories. 
It's cool. To, uh, we've had a few people like email us about their opening experiences of Fallout games and just their general feelings overall. And it's really awesome to hear that even though so many people tell us about them, they're so varied and individual yeah. to the to the the writer. Um, I've, I'm going to go ahead and read, I guess, these next two. But from Brad, he says his favorite moment so far was when Dogmeat found Rick's glitched alien blaster. Um, he says, your reactions were fantastic and I couldn't help laughing along with you. And yes, that was a super memorable moment, as I mentioned earlier. Um, I just, that was so cool. That's, yeah, that was, that was definitely one of my favorite moments. Um, and then from Tanner, who's in our chat room tonight, uh, I hope this isn't too late for the show tonight, which obviously it isn't. Um, Fallout 4 is my first Fallout game, and because I'm a podcast addict, I decided that while I was waiting on the game to come out, that I would see if there was anyone talking about it that could help me catch up on the series. Lo and behold, you guys were the first, first post, <laughs> third, <sighs> first podcast to show up. And it's been it's been a crazy adventure ever since. A whole year, oh gosh, a whole year of dead cats and crazy accents, and of course, all of the off the rail mom, rom, moments that have been spectacular. The chat room has been pretty chill too, I suppose. <laughs> Thanks for being the best guides to this awesome game, and I can't wait to see what happens else in store. Uh, so first of all, yeah, I can't believe we actually forgot to mention the whole Maisie the cat thing. Yeah, that cat thing so took on a life of its own. You mentioned last week that you shot your brother with a BB gun, but it didn't break the skin, but you still yeah, hit a human with a projectile, and yet I'm still the bad guy for killing a digital yeah. cat. Mm-hmm. So we see how we value life. Interesting. In <laughs> but um, I have been known for murdering things, and you've been known for correcting and being the scribe. Mm-hmm. And I like those Night jokes. and scribe. Night and it works. It works. It does. It works. Because as I'm walking in one direction, you take me by the shoulders like a three-year-old, and you go, no, 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 that direction. And I go, okay. <laughs> and I go kill things in that direction. Um, shall I read our last email? Yes, you shall. Okay, this one came from Tao, who is also in the chat room. For the one-year anniversary, first, I have to say that all you have accomplished and the community that you have developed. Secondly, I am happy that work was so tedious to me that I tried to look for podcasts to listen to. That made me run into Elder Scrolls off the we- off the record. <laughs> Elder Scrolls. Uh. <laughs> um, like the ways a wifel. <laughs> <laughs> Weeks before episode zero came out for Fallout OTR. Since then, the rest is history. I no longer listen to Elder Scrolls off the record, but I have listened and or watched every single episode of Fallout OTR since episode zero, with no regrets to spending my Friday nights in front of my computer. Keep up the great work, and I'm happy to help out in any way that I can. P.S. Shout out to the chat. It can be both the best and most distracting part of the show sometimes. And I couldn't agree more. Is there any other way to spend a Friday night than staring at your computer? Oh, it's not like they would, I don't know, go out and, and experience life. I mean, why would they do that when they could be in front of YouTube with us? Exactly. Although Pokemon Go might, Pokemon Go, Pokemon Go might hurt our numbers, you know? Yeah. We need a we need a to get a, like a Pokestop at at QGN Manor, <laughs> wherever that is. <laughs> You'll learn about it at Katie Radio. <laughs> so, is there anything? I mean, that that's kind of the wrap up. I mean, really, we just we are so happy to be here, and we love doing this show. That's why we do it every week. And even on the weeks we can't be here live, we make sure that we bank an episode, you know, at least that gets put on iTunes. And we love doing this. It's genuinely something um, that's kind of a labor of love. 
And um, <clears throat> and also, well, it is. You know, we do this as a hobby. This isn't something that's you know supplementing our our living or anything. It's sure. it's a hobby. We do it for fun. Yeah, and it's you know, I I honestly cannot believe what sprung up because of you know ultimately Quest Gaming Network having the idea to make this show, and you know just yeah huge shout out to Ivarwin for um introducing us to each other and and yeah. giving us a start on this podcast yeah and it's it's so thank you so much for for checking us out um what i'm going to say is you know stay tuned for KD radio where we'll be taking you know which is up at 9 p.m. tonight since we are closing up the show now which is a good time i wasn't sure how long this was going to go <clears throat> excuse me and after KD radio you know i'll be tweeting out I'll be tweeting out the link to check out uh, the live stream that we'll be doing just to hang out to kind of continue this little year anniversary, if you will. So if you guys want to be a part of that, um, my my Twitter is at Rick McVic. Um, to, so, yeah. And also, I think it's YouTube.com slash Rick McVic slash live. But is there anything you want to say before we uh, close off tonight? <clears throat> uh, this Earlier this week, I made a Pokemon Go video with Derek from Warcraft off the record. You can check that out on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Network. It was a ton of fun. That's awesome. I did not know. That's awesome. Yeah. And you can also tweet at the show at Fallout OTR. You can tweet at Shaleen, at Shaleen L. You can tweet at me, at Rick McVick. Like us on Facebook and join our Facebook group. Just search for the keyword Fallout Off the Record. You can also email us about what we discussed tonight and anything else at uh, falloutotr at gmail.com. Like this video and leave a comment. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. The numbers have been going up, so that's awesome because I think we've been just adding so much more content and getting more of a diverse crowd. But uh, you can check us out at youtube.com slash Network and find all the shows there. You can find our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. Leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us out a lot. We have some five-star reviewer shout-outs tonight, and that's Romer74. Um, Shalene, you want to take the next one? Um, Carlos Enrique Gonzalez. Thank you. And Radi Varbanov is the... Radi Varbanov. Radi Varbanov. Radi, it's your cousin. Do you want to go bowling? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is bad. Um, So anyway, we record live on Fridays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard on YouTube.com slash Quest Gaming Network slash live. And check out other great QGN shows streaming live on YouTube. As mentioned before, KD Radio, which streams tonight at 9 p.m. Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Both Elder Elder Scrolls... Elder Scrolls shows are on temporary hiatus. Um, chill out in New York so Varwin can make a podcast is Shaleen's comment, not mine. Uh, my uh, Shaleen's views and opinions are not mine. Well, uh, um, well I know, I know. I, I just, I, you know. With everything going on in... All uh, I'm, the, I'm, I didn't mean for you to read that. Oh. <laughs> all I meant was that that's the explanation. He's busy being a cop. Yes. And uh, that's why he can't uh, do the podcasts right now. Yeah. Because there is a lot of unrest in New York. And uh, if they would all calm down and, and not require so many cops, then he could do podcasts. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm getting a reputation in the chat room at the moment. Uh, yeah, it just, yeah, stay safe out there, buddy. Um, also, Classic Outer Scrolls. Uh, Dragon Age off the record, Warcraft off the record, QGD&D, and Dancing with Daggers, which comes on between 10.30 and 11 p.m. tonight on YouTube. And thank you so much for listening. And, Shaleen, what is our last word? Do you have a last word for tonight? Try not to die!